I think uh, total rewards has changed a lot since the pandemic. So 2020, I think, was the year of really just maintaining status quo mm -hmm. as much as possible because um, the uh, companies did just didn't know what was going to go on. Like, how long was this virus going to be around? Will we ever get back to normal? When will we be, get, be able to get to back to normal? And I think it was... Um, you know, benefits and total rewards was really centered around during that time was really centered around supporting the employee as best as possible to work from home to manage um, for parents manage working from home and balancing, uh, you know, taking care of the children child's care, and all of the stresses that went along with even just um, quarantining at home. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Hacking HR podcast. When everybody or most of the creative workforce is working from home and post-pandemic or even during the, hopefully, the last stages of the pandemic, one of the things that is on top of mind for HR leaders and business leaders in general is how are we going to continue to attract and retain great talent? How do we have to rethink and reimagine our compensation and our benefit strategy so that we can continue to be a, an attractive workplace in this new reality of work for, uh, for the potential employees, for candidates, and for the newer generations. So I'm very excited to be chatting today with Sue. Uh, she is the Senior Director of Authority Works at Next World. She's been in this space for more than 20 years, and she brings a lot of knowledge and uh, you know, very powerful background in the area of compensation, benefits, total rewards. And Sue, welcome to the show. How are you? Oh, great. Thank you, Enrique. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you so much for joining. And, you know, really, really excited about this conversation of reimagining the future of comp benefits and, and total rewards in light of you know, what we are all hoping is the end of the pandemic or at least, you know, a new, uh, a new way of normal in society, if you will, because of the vaccine. So what are you envisioning as the future of comfort benefits and total rewards looking like? Um, well, I'll tell you, I think uh, total rewards has changed a lot since the pandemic. So 2020, I think, was the year of really just maintaining status quo mm -hmm. as much as possible because um, the uh, companies did just didn't know what was going to go on. Like, how long was this virus going to be around? Will we ever get back to normal? When will we be, get, be able to get to back to normal? And I think it was, um, you know, benefits and total rewards was really centered around during that time was really centered around supporting the employee as best as possible to work from home, to manage um, for parents manage working from home and balancing, uh, you know, taking care of the children, child's care, and all of the stresses that went along with even just um, quarantining at home yeah. and having everybody at home doing Zoom and finding spaces. So I think that was sort of last year. And as we we're getting into the beginning of 2021, you see a lot of things changing. Um, you see, uh, first of all, the economy is doing really, really well. Yeah. I think that's one of the drivers. So companies are more open to spending money, which last year, I think they were just putting everything on hold to yeah. see how things would progress. And then um, as we are, as I mentioned, companies are doing well. And then I think 
people have, what we've noticed is people weren't moving companies last year because people were not hiring. And so as we go into 2021, there's a lot more movement. It's a lot easier, first of all, to, to interview with a company. Yeah. Remote work is an option. So people are very much open to moving companies. They haven't moved in the last 10 to 12 months since the since the pandemic. And there are just a lot of opportunities out there with people, with companies hiring, the growth, um, the uh, there's more money for people to hire. It's easier to move because you don't have to go into the office and book a, and and book your entire day so that you can interview with five or six people. You can just do it on Zoom. You just get on a call and you don't have to leave the comforts of your home. So I think um, Total Rewards has taken uh, um, has to be reevaluated in light of all that. We have to start thinking about what are the best practices to retain, recruit, and engage, particularly the current folks that we have, and for, as we go forward and we try to recruit people. Um, it's not so much focused on making, I mean, of course it is important to take care of your employees, but also you have to be competitive. So, you know, reevaluating your salaries, reevaluating what new benefits that you can provide, um, how can you be competitive with that other company that you're trying to um, compete against for that one particular talent, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and of course, you know, the, the, there is the one thing that is on, uh, on top of mind for uh, all businesses and, and you know, candidates out there, whether passive or active candidates, and that is the flexibility of uh, work going forward and this hybrid mode, you know, uh, right. I, I, I read a research, I think it was last week or the week before, saying, you know, it was a, 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 a gigantic number of people saying, if I uh, am not given the option of having some flexibility at work, I'm not going to work for that company because, you know, like I already have a, had a taste of what it means working from home and I know that I can do it. I know that I can do it well. Why would I put myself through the, you know, the misery of commuting every day? or uh, you know, having to spend more money eating out, who knows, right? So this would probably become, I, I, I don't know what you think about this, but this would probably become the foundation of this reimagining of compensation of benefits, this idea of flexibility in, in work, right? Absolutely. I think there's a lot, a lot of companies, including our own, my own, Nextrol, has changed their stance on remote work. Um, we used to allow a select few groups of people to work remotely, but now we've expanded that. So all, almost all positions, unless they're required to be in the office for some reason or another, are able to work remotely. Yeah. Um, and we're giving uh, employees three different options. So first option is if you want to be in the office, some people do enjoy being going into the office yeah. and having that connection yeah. every day. So we have those available. We have the offices available in specific cities that people can go to. Second option is flex. Some people really would like to spend the majority of their time working um, offsite or in their in their home office. And, but we but would like to go in every once in a while to say hi to their coworkers or be there for a meeting or something like that. So there's the flex option, which allows you to go in once or twice a week. And then the third option is fully remote, where you're not near an office at all and you're working remotely. Um, and so those are the options that we have available. And I think a lot of companies are going towards that. So there's it's almost a win-win situation for employees and the company. The company doesn't have to spend a lot of money on um, office space yeah. and things like that. They can downsize. Um, number two, they can go ahead and recruit from wherever. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it, it expands the population that they can actually uh, recruit from and, you know, allows them to get talent from everywhere that they are eligible, eligible to uh, hire. And then number three, for the employees, it's great. It's a great benefit. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. So let me ask you this, Sue. Um, what, are the, what, what are some of the most creative things uh, you know, in terms of uh, you know, rewards, uh, compensation benefits that you've seen out there. What are some, you know, and I'm asking this question because in the pre-pandemic world, we used to sort of equate, you know, creativity in compensation benefits is the Blue Jim Friday or the pool table or the open snack bar for everybody. And we know that all those things, you know, weren't that important and they don't matter that much anymore. So. In this world of hybrid work, what do you think are the most creative ways to 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 keep uh, you know to engage the workforce to to retain them and also offer them something that 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 is you know powerful uh, if you will as a, as a compensation and uh, or a benefit you know for them? Yeah, you know that's a good question. Really, um, I think one of the things that as total rewards professionals that we're going to have to really tackle is how to. Um, engage folks that are remote. How do we create that culture? And a lot of times, I mean, in the past, that was one of the big drivers of um, retaining employees is culture. Um, yeah. We've heard that that key term thrown around all over the place. And how do you retain that culture when people are not together anymore? Yeah. They're all over. And I think it's important um, to note that you know, you still have those meetings as much as possible where people get together. And maybe what you do is instead of, um, we have what we call a coffee roulette and um, you know, that the people can sign up and basically the computer generates you meeting up with other another person once a week. Yeah. So you have 30 minutes and it's scheduled for once a week and the people that sign up, the, co the computer automatically just sort of matches you up with someone randomly um, every week to go ahead and meet up on that specific day and that you get to meet people that way, you know, new people, particularly new people that weren't there yeah. when the company was in office. It's a really good way to continue that sort of culture and get to know each other and hopefully bring that bond around. Um, so I think that is really critical. I think another um, important component is, um, is, is that we've done um, in terms of trying to make sure that people are feel that the company cares about them and that we are investing in their mental health, particularly yeah. during this time, is um, we provided, uh, uh, what, what do we call them? Um, uh, mental, not, they're not mental health days, but they're, um, they're, there's a specific word that I forgot, <laughs> but they're basically days that the entire company takes off. Wow. Yeah. And so we've heard from our employees, and I think it's a really important thing is to um, hear from your employees and get the feedback. And the feedback has been, yes, great, we have PTO, we can take off. But as you know, Enrique, when even if you take time off on your you're on vacation, when you come back, you come to a, a slew of emails or voicemails or things that you have to address, right? Yeah. But if the entire company takes off, then you know that you're not going to come back to emails the next day. Yeah. You actually have that day off without feeling guilty and yeah. having to check your slacks or check yeah. your emails or check your voicemail. So that is, um, that's huge. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it is. Um, and, you know, you talked about culture before and, you know, one, one, 
that emerged long time ago um, because of science saying you know people people want to be paid well but that's not you know that once you are paid well that stops being the driver of your engagement. I mean if you're exploited at work of course you know you're gonna be thinking about I want to make more money. But once you hit some you know threshold then for you it is like how do I stay connected with my co-workers, you know, the PTO that I'm getting, how do I, you know, how am I growing in this company and allowed to, to be creative and to innovate? So a lot of things that, some of which cost money and some others like this coffee roulette that you were talking about before, connecting co-workers that, you know, at the end of the day, they don't, you know, they don't cost, you know, a significant amount of money. It's just providing an opportunity for people to connect and to mentor each other and to build those social bonds, right? Absolutely. And um, I remember the word now, we call them recharge days. So it allows <laughs> the, days. yes, it allows the employees to recharge. Um, whereas with PTO, a lot of times people are still checking their emails and checking their slacks yeah. and all everything, even though they were supposedly on vacation. Or, or worry about what, ha what would happen uh, when they come back to the office. Yes, or, exactly. You know, Worrying about the hundreds of emails. Yeah. Of yeah. <laughs> well, so this has been a fantastic conversation. I, I want to wrap it up by asking you one last question. If you, uh, you know, in the in the process of recreating or reimagining total rewards, compensation, benefits, if there was one starting point that you would tell HR leaders, begin by thinking of this, you know, start here. What would that place be? Ah, oh, I would say um, that place should be parity. I think that word or that sort of thought is parity. Um, and I think it's really important it, when people are, when employees are working remotely, that there's, there's this sense of parity or even equality. Um, you don't want to make other people that are working remotely, employees that are work, working remotely, feel that they are not getting enough FaceTime or they're not getting enough recognition as someone who's in the office. You know, the, it's really critical that we have that parity, whether it's through compensation, whether it's benefits, whether it's the perks, that they, those are, are equally distributed across the company, whether or not that person is in the office or remote. Yeah, I, so I, I think I, that's critical. I, I love that because I know that one of the main concerns for for people who want to work from home is, you know, traditionally, you know, the way you, your your performance has been assessed is by looking at you sitting in the office, whether you were doing something or not. I mean, just looking at you sitting there was, you know, a proxy indicator that you were working. And, you know, that, that has to, that has to, you know, that, that's a mentality change that we need to embrace to make sure that those that are working from home and that those that are working from office are measured by a normalized set of uh, criteria rather than, you know, those who work from the office are more productive or, you know, the performance is better. So great, great points. So thank you so much for spending this time with me. Great ideas to, to rethink, uh, you know, total rewards, compensation benefits in times of, you know, during and hopefully post-pandemic. Yes, great. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And thank you, everybody. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Happy Nature Podcast. See you all soon. Thank you, everybody, for watching or listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please follow us on our social media and subscribe to our newsletter so that you can stay informed of all the things that we're putting together for you from the Hacking HR community. Thank you so much. Please continue to stay safe, stay well, stay strong, and we will see you soon.